Hi, I'm Tim, and this is TBV. For the 28th of January, the year of our Lord 2024. Blood and glory. This week, we're looking at the theme of one of the creations of carbon. One of the glorious connections between the building blocks of life and the very life blood that we require to get through any moment of any day. One of the distinctives of blood is its red colour. And this looks a little bit rusty, and that's exactly what it is. It is an incredible connection between the iron that is the core of our planet, the very stuff of the planet Earth's magnetic field, and the oxygen that we breathe in and is so essential to our life blood. This connection is really tricky because as you well know from any metal left lying around, rust is a constant connection. It just forms and is hard to get rid of. It's this intimate um, engagement between oxygen and iron that locks in this new form of the material. It's called an oxide. And this is so strong and so hard to break apart that we need an intricate mechanism to use the iron as an attractor to draw to itself the oxygen and yet this mechanism holds beautiful tension that stops the fusion which may be not the right term but the connection the bond between oxygen and iron and so it uses that attractional power without allowing the bond to fall to do this it has an amazingly constructed collection of atoms, a large molecule made out of atoms. It's a bit like, in my mind at least, a golf cart. A golf cart that has four seats and is designed for transporting four passengers. Each of these seats has one iron atom, one of these atoms that is so attractive to oxygen and it is contained within all the other parts that make up the golf cart. Roughly um, the same number of parts as would have been in a mid-20th century car. This is the material you've almost certainly heard about. It's the reason that our blood is red and it is called Hemoglobin. And when the oxygen is in its seats, four atoms per molecule of hemoglobin, it is called oxyhemoglobin. It's carrying the oxygen and the red rusty colour is bright and luminous and that is the blood that comes from our eyes. That is the blood that spilt on the ground is shiny and red. Not the dull kind of blood that comes from the veins as it returns, having given up that oxygen from blood to place it's needed. Now, 
this is yet another image of combustion. The oxygen is used for a kind of burning that happens in our cells, a combination that releases energy and allows our muscles to be strong and structures to be constructed. It is a kind of glorious energy source that we rely on second by second. Each time we breathe in, the air comes into our through our mouth and nose, down our throat, into these um, wonderful large surface area lungs. We've been told they would fill a playground if the surface area was spread out and yet folded and folded. They fit inside our chests, one on each side, one back up in case the other gets blocked or something else goes wrong. And the air is diffused into the alveoli, the places where the blood comes close, where the blood and its incredibly essential red blood cells with their hemoglobin flow past the oxygen and gases brought into the lungs. And then in the time it takes us to breathe in, each red is filled up with oxygen. Each hemoglobin molecule has its four oxygen atoms seated in their place, ready for the roller coaster run through the body, rushing through our arteries, then down to the smaller vessels, capillaries right to where they need. It takes a minute or so for it to circle up. For most, there's longer and shorter journey. But during that breath, each of those hemoglobin molecules gets its four oxygen atoms. It's loaded up. But they're not alone. They're not the only hemoglobin molecule in each cell. In our scales of creation, we have ourselves as the hinge, the human hinge, the center point. And it's only when we move down past and where the insects roam and wreck, down again another jump in to Cell City, that we find that this red blood cell would be like the crash map used by a stunt person jumping off a big building. Down at Cell City, red blood cell, which, when from a distance, looks like a lozenge, flexible, rubbery sweet. But when we get down to our Cell City scale, it is this crash map-sized creation, so full of tiny molecules that there are as many hemoglobin molecules in each and every red blood cell as there were vehicles in the United States of America listed in the vehicle registry back in 2016. There are as many 
hemoglobin molecules each ready carry four oxygen atoms, as there were cars, trucks, and all the vehicles recorded in the government's list in the And that's in every one of our red cells. And unlike the time it takes to load a car ferry um, or some other container of it, it only requires time you breathe in. For that red brunt, full countries worth of car equivalent transport systems to load up with all the oxygen it needs to make its journey around our circulatory system and deliver the blood to take the oxygen to be unloaded and then to transport back some waste products, carbon dioxide, things like that. It has many functions. This prominent one is the one that we're focusing the one where the oxygen in the air comes oxidizing for the very energy of existence, for the very strength that makes our muscles move, for the energy we need to build the building blocks of our basic existence. This is happening every moment Every breath we air in oxygen attracted to these iron atoms for each hemoglobin and then passed on with this whole country's worth car equipment carrying this through our blood, through our bloodstream to the places where we need it, high and low up to our heads and down to our toes, bringing us the oxygen and other things that are essential heat moment. What we have is a system that has been created. It has been put together in a way that is more complex, efficient and reliable than almost anything we can engine. It is better than our car manufacturing. It is better than our transport systems. And this is going on in intimate and intricate at a tiny micro-molecular scale that we can barely imagine. It is something that indicates how fearfully and wonderfully we are made. And do you know that these red blood cells only last a hundred days or so? Three months of life and then they are worn out. And there are many of them. I mean many of them. So many so that we make as many red blood cells as the population of Birmingham in the United Kingdom every single second. This is not something that happens by accident. This is something that is intricate and efficient. 
it is both detailed and delightfully balanced. Of course you can think of blood diseases where this goes wrong. You can think of conditions where people's blood does not work. But here and there, north and south, east and west, this system is working in billions and billions of people, moment by moment, from baby right to bath chip, from the beginning of life right to the very end. This is the system that allows us to This is the system of great scale and intricacy that takes us and keeps us not only carrying the oxygen moment by moment, but recreating this system again and again, both in the young and the old. This keeps on keeping on. It keeps taking us from a place of oxygen deprivation. The warning sign that comes as the CO2 builds up and we then breathe and then the blood flows and our heart pumps first to our lungs and then to the rest of our body, rushing, whooshing, blowing, taking with it the very energy source that we need, the activation of the energy, the oxidizer that is so essential to burning the fuel that fires our very cells. Now, we know that cells are full of DNA, this code of light that they have in their nucleus, this intricate code, this long line of letters encoded in molecular patterns that explain, though we can't understand it, but encode, though we can't fully by any means decode it, how to build and create and recreate the elements of existence. This is going on and each cell requires the energy that comes from our breathing. Each cell is dependent on the resources provided by the body. Each cell has this city of activity that is empowered and enabled and sustained by the oxygen we breathe in that is transported by these tiny red blood cells, these lozenge-like creations packed full of the each four oxygen atoms to be delivered to its location. And yet, red blood cells do not have DNA. The mature red blood cells are without their own nucleus, without their own code of life. They had one. It's how they grew. It's how they were created inside the marrow of our bone, inside the cellular factories that make up the middle of our skeletons. And yet they have to give up their life-creating ability to serve the rest of the system. They have to lay down their logos, their code of life, to make it possible for them to do what they need to do. These are the very elements of existence that make it possible for us to live the life that we know. 
And so as we come to the end of this journey, as we come into land, the message for today is simply this. Life is in the blood. Life is the way that we live. It depends on what is around us, the air that we breathe. And it depends on this simple theme of laying down our life that others. I'm Tim. This is TPP. Until next time.